0: And BuzzFeed Daily listeners can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed. Go to Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed for 65% off your first month. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all.
1: Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment.
3: a muslim american idol contestant is disappointed her historic audition didn't air demi lovato's 420 instagram post reflects her decision to be quote california sober we'll explain and we're chatting with stephanie mcneil about influencer scandals and bad behavior
0: it's april 21st 2021 Hello, friends. I'm Stephen LeConte. And I'm Shiloh Watson. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily.
3: Casey's out today and we miss her dearly, but the one so upside is <laughs> that I get to finally co-host with Shyla. Hello, Shiloh.
2: <laughs> it's hey, It's so exciting
3: to see your shining face. You know, way back when, when I first started at BuzzFeed, Shyla and I sat next to each other in the office and... I haven't seen you in a while. I know. For has been reasons. It's
0: been a year at least, over a year now. So this is very exciting.
3: <laughs> and I always, li- you know, I listen to every episode of BuzzFeed Daily, even when I'm not on it. So I love hearing you and Casey chat, but I'm excited I get to be the one to do it with you today.
0: Same. Um, so we're going to start with a story about a Muslim American Idol contestant who's disappointed that her historic audition didn't air. The contestant, Amira Unplugged, addressed the audition with BuzzFeed News' Ikran Dahir. Amira is a 20- 23year- old from Georgia and she posted spoken word poems and songs on her TikTok account when a representative from American Idol saw those videos and invited her to audition. Amira performed Cynthia Aivo’s stand-up and got thumbs up from all three judges, but was then told on the last day of auditions that hers wouldn’t air. She explained, I felt a mix of confusion and sadness at first and then decided to take it as a sign that I would just need to do a little more footwork on my own to build my support base. Adding, it was disappointing not to be able to represent the hijabi and hearing impaired communities, especially after receiving hundreds of kind messages following my announcement. As of this recording, American Idol has not commented on the audition.
3: So... Here's my take on this. This feels like such a missed opportunity um, to tell a story of a woman who wears hijab and maybe explain why she wears it. I think, you know, in the current climate we live in, there's so much misunderstanding about the Muslim religion. And I think one thing American Idol has done really well is paint these portraits of different parts of America. But I think it's really disappointing that this is one portrait they decided not to paint.
0: Yeah, and it's like they they reached out to her specifically, and, you know, she had all of this really great, like, this whole fan base, um, and people were so excited. And like you said, it really does seem like a missed opportunity to showcase this diversity and showcase a new type of story. You know, especially, I can only imagine how it feels for her, thinking that she was going to make it to the next round and, like, you know, all of this stuff. So, yeah, come on, American Idol. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it also just begs the question, like, how many white boys in cowboy hats did they replace her with on that show, you know? Big time. Meanwhile, Demi Lovato posed with a bong on Instagram after explaining her decision to be, quote, California sober. So the photo in question shows Lovato in a hammock overlooking the ocean and she's lighting up while her song California sober plays over it. Lovato addressed her decision to not be completely sober after her near-fatal overdose in her documentary series Dancing with the Devil, stating that telling myself that I can never have a drink or smoke marijuana, I feel like that's setting myself up for failure because I am such a black and white thinker.
0: Okay, so uh, listen, I am not one to just tell someone what their journey can or should or shouldn't be. My thing is why post it on Instagram? Like, I feel like she has shown and and been so vulnerable with people, you know, from her album to interviews to this documentary. And, you know, there are people who look up to her and I understand, like, wanting to be transparent, I guess. But I'm also, like did this need to be posted? I I, I don't know.
3: <laughs> yeah. You know, she does have a huge platform to talk about sobriety. And on the one hand, I do give her the space and the autonomy to decide for herself what she wants to do. On the other hand, she should consider that a lot of people are looking to her to understand more about sobriety. Maybe people with addiction issues themselves are looking to her. And the reality is, is that for most people who struggle with addiction, um, total sobriety is just going to be the safest way to go. It's also worth mentioning, and Demi has said this too, her friends and family don't support her decision to be partly not sober. And and I think that they also know a good amount about her life and that's worth considering too.
0: So moving on, there have been too many influencer scandals to count, from Drama Dramageddon that rattled the makeup community to TanaCon to so many others. YouTube apology videos have basically become their own subcategory, and TikTok will honestly probably follow soon.
3: But that hasn't stopped influencers from continuing their bad behavior. And to talk about some of the most
0: recent scandals,
3: we're joined by BuzzFeed News's social news editor, Stephanie McNeil. Hi, Steph. Thank you so much for joining us today.
2: Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here.
3: So we want to talk through scandals from some huge influencers because it seems like there are just more and more of these all the time. Let's start with beauty guru James Charles. Recently, the subject of an article by BuzzFeed's Ben Henry with the headline, James Charles has been demonetized by YouTube and dropped by Morphe, but he isn't canceled just yet. So can you give us some background? Like who is James Charles and just how popular is he on YouTube?
2: Yeah. James Charles is one of the major players on YouTube. I think for many people, he might be one of the YouTubers they know about the most, um, just because of his popularity and ubiquity. Um, he actually has kind of an interesting story as well. When he was a teenager, his foray into YouTube started because he went viral for his yearbook photo which I'm sure you guys remember used to be something that was like a thing, where people going yes. <laughs> viral for their yearbook photos. Um, and he's turned that into this enormous YouTube career. He's primarily a beauty guru, but he does all kinds of stuff. You know, he has collabs with makeup lines. He um, has 25 million subscribers on YouTube. He's modeled for cover girls. so he's really a huge player on the scene for sure.
3: And what are the allegations that he's facing right now?
2: So the most recent allegations are a number of people who are under the age of 18 have accused him of predatory behavior. At first, there was a person who shared on TikTok all of these alleged Snapchats and text messages back and forth between himself and James Charles, who is 21, by the way. And at first, James Charles came out and said, look, I didn't know this person. I think the person was 17, but... this person told me they were 18, you know, I'm sorry, like, you know, but basically kind of was like, it's not really my fault. Um, And then there's been a lot of other people now who have come out alleging similar things that basically um, via the internet, he has talked to them, you know, in a sexual way while knowing that they were underage. And so it's just kind of one of those things where one person speaks out and then all of a sudden there's a lot of people speaking out like similar allegations. And that's, the firestorm that he's found himself in right now.
3: And what does that firestorm look like? Like, what has the fallout been so far?
2: So it's really interesting. I highly recommend if you're interested in this issue. uh, My colleague, Ben Henry, wrote an article about this yesterday. So while I feel like these allegations haven't made the news as much as uh, his previous big scandal with Toddy Westbrook, he actually has had more like some big impacts to his career um, Morphe, which is a makeup company, said it's winding down their sales of their collaboration with him, which is pretty huge because they have collabed with him for years. He was also temporarily demonetized on YouTube, which means he just won't be able to make money off his videos for a while, which is also it's kind of one of those things that YouTube has been doing over the past few years when the um Scandal around one of its big stars reaches a tipping point. I again, they're temporarily demonetizing him, so I'm not sure if how long this will last. But um, it is kind of a move that YouTube does to punish people who they deem as people who are not good for business uh, temporarily. And then finally, this is kind of a less big deal, but he was also dropped from season two of the YouTube show which he hosted, which is called Instant Influencer. But an interesting thing that Ben mentioned his article is it actually hasn't impacted his follower counts as much as you would expect. So it seems like while a lot of the businesses he is partnering with maybe are taking it seriously, maybe the fans haven't noticed or there's just so much other news or I don't really know.
0: And, you know, you just mentioned, but like, this is not the first time that he's had a big scandal. You know, back in 2019, he entered into a feud with a fellow influencer, Tati Westbrook, that, you know, that was over the headlines for weeks you know that was all people were talking about so what do you think it is like why do you think that that feud got so much attention and this one i guess isn't
2: that one was like a perfect storm um if you're not familiar with it toddy and james were very close i think he had referred to her as almost like a mother or older sister type figure in his life and i think the reason why that ghost got so dramatic was like the whole thing was extremely dramatic i mean she released like a very long video called by sister, where she basically just slammed him for like a lot of time. And I mean, I mean, that's like catnip. If you like drama, like imagine if like someone you thought was your friend, just like went on the internet and just like blasted you to like millions of people for hours. Um, and then it was the thing that also made that different was it just became like the most complicated, messy situation I've ever seen in my life because all these other YouTubers started to get involved. And then she came out with another video that was like, I was tricked into doing this by like Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star, which like, I will not try and get into that because it is a whole <laughs> other can of worms. Um, so, I mean, these allegations I think are like a little more serious. And I think like a lot of the companies that he works with are taking them very seriously, but it doesn't really have the entertainment value. Unfortunately. I know that's like a bad way to put it, that the Tati him drama did, even though one of the things that she did accuse him of um, not being very, you know, good in terms of, you know, how he acted in romantic relationships in the initial video, but that also wasn't the main headline of that video. So that also kind of got swept under the
0: rug. In that same article from BuzzFeed's Ben Henry, he points out that Charles lost millions of followers with his first big scandal. And it seems like the allegations he's facing now are a lot more serious. So why does there appear to be less backlash from his audience this time around?
2: Um, it's really hard to say, honestly. Um, I wish I had a better answer for you. But I think, one, it has not been getting as much like mainstream press coverage as, like, for example, there was just a situation a few weeks ago with David Dobrik. There was like a lot of claims of impropriety happening under his watch at his uh, YouTube house. And that got a lot of coverage, but for whatever reason, this isn't. I don't know if it's like fatigue, like people, since he has been the center of like a lot of dramas over the past few years, that so people are just over it, or if there's other things going on in the news. I honestly, I don't really know.
3: Well, we have another big influencer scandal to cover, which we're gonna do right after the break.
4: This is Roxanne Gay, host of the Roxane Gay Agenda, the bad feminist podcast of your dreams. Now, what is the Roxane Gay Agenda, you might ask? Well, it's a podcast where I'm going to speak my mind about what's on my mind, and that could be anything. Every week I will be in conversation with an interesting person who has something to say. We're going to talk about feminism, race, writing in books and art food, pop culture, and yes, politics. I start each show with a recommendation. Really, I'm just going to share with you a movie or a book or maybe some music or a comedy set, something that I really want you to be aware of and maybe engage with as well. Listen to the Luminary Original Podcast, The Roxanne Gay Agenda, The Bad Feminist Podcast of Your Dreams, every Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Raffi is the voice of some of the happiest songs of our generation.
1: Baby Beluga.
3: So, who is the man behind Baby Beluga?
1: Every
4: human being wants to feel respected. When we start with young children, All good things can grow from there.
3: I'm Chris Garcia,
4: comedian, new
3: dad, and host of Finding Rafi, a new podcast from iHeartRadio and Fatherly. Listen every Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. We're talking with Stephanie McNeil about influencer scandals and bad behavior. So we've covered James Charles. Let's move on to Bryce Hall. He's one of the biggest creators on TikTok. He was dating an even more popular TikToker, Addison Ray. There was a lawsuit filed against him on Monday. Can you break down what allegations he's facing?
2: Yeah, so my colleague Tanya Chen reported last year, we had known that this altercation happened, but now we got a lot of other details because of this lawsuit. So in October, it was reported that he had gotten, Bryce Hall had gotten into a physical altercation with the wait staff at an LA restaurant called Cinco and it was one of those things where it came out that he had gotten into this fight and then you know bryce hall and his team spoke out and basically tried to like say oh you know we were attacked it was kind of like you know both sides were kind of saying that it was the fight it was the other person's fault but now the owner of the restaurant is saying that his name is Hernan fernando and he's filed this lawsuit against bryce hall and he says that he has suffered lingering physical and emotional injuries. And he is accusing Hall of assault, battery, and violence motivated by race. So these are pretty serious allegations. One thing to keep in mind is there was no claims that any of the violence was racially motivated back in October. We didn't know that detail. And so that's like a pretty pretty big allegation to come out against Bryce Hall. And he said in the complaint, Fernando said that... Paul taunted him with slurs, threats, and by blowing it, vape smoke in his face. And when Fernando tried to basically escort Paul and his friends out of the restaurant, um, that's when the fight began. So, I mean, it basically took this incident of bad behavior that we already knew about that was, you know, a little more opaque and took it to the next level of being super serious. Um, but again, these are all allegations in the lawsuit we haven't heard yet Um At least BuzzFeed News hasn't heard yet from Bryce Hall about the lawsuit.
0: And, you know, you just said, like, this isn't really that out of character. I mean, these are definitely more serious, but he doesn't have, you know, a squeaky clean image. So do you think that's why he's seeing less outrage and, you know, from fans and sponsors? Um,
2: Yeah, I think, like, in general, James Charles is just a little bit more of a mainstream celebrity. So I think, like, while this has gotten news coverage, I think, like... I don't know. A lot of influencers are able to fly under the radar when they do bad things because a lot of the mainstream media doesn't really pay attention, and a lot of the businesses that work with influencers like this, I don't know, either don't have the savvy to, like, you know, stick to like morality clauses or something like that, or they just like don't care that much. I don't know, but this is something that we've seen a lot. It takes like people reaching a certain level of uh, internet celebrity for them to face accountability, and I honestly. While Bryce Hall is extremely popular and you know has a ton of followers and all of that kind of stuff, like I don't know if he's reached like that level where he is held accountable, which is a shame.
3: So looking at both James and Bryce's scandals, do you think they will recover from them? And if they will recover from them, how will they do it?
2: Yeah, because no one's ever really canceled. <laughs> um, despite what you know, what people think. I mean, James Charles has faced a lot of um, different scandals over his career. I think, I think personally, this seems to be one of the more serious ones. Um, but I mean, there are very few internet celebrities who have ever had a reckoning to the point where they just like disappeared forever. So no, I don't think this is gonna, I don't think this is gonna like affect anything at all. Unfortunately me, I mean, hopefully it could affect some sort of change of behavior, but, um, yeah, no one's ever really canceled.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, Jake Paul, he just made bank in a boxing match over the weekend and he is the worst. So I guess I'm just like, what do you think it would take for celebrities to be canceled? Because like you said, this is not, this is par for the course at this point. So these, these, you know, influencers, what do you think would be the breaking point?
2: I mean, yeah, I think with any celebrity, it is really hard for them to be canceled. Um, even if, you know, we've seen other celebrities do horrible things. Um, And, you know, people are always given a chance to go on a talk show and, you know, talk about themselves and plead their case or redemption tour or something like that. So, I mean, you know, I think the rumors that you can get canceled over bad behavior on the internet are greatly exaggerated. But I think, unfortunately, the only way that people stop giving these people oxygen um, is just to to truly stop paying attention to them. And that goes for any celebrity across the board or anyone for that matter, anyone with any sort of public following, Um, a good way to, um, you know, if you really don't want them to have a career anymore, then you just have to ignore them basically. And I think Americans as a whole don't really do that because they want to see what people (laughs) will say, even if they're really controversial. So...
3: Yep, they're addicted, addicted to the drama. Yep, exactly, exactly. Steph, thank you so much for joining us today.
0: Of course, thank you guys. That's it for today. Come back and join us tomorrow.
3: And remember, how many white boys in cowboy hats does American Idol need to air?
0: <laughs> and be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories.
3: And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of what you love about BuzzFeed coming to you daily.
1: NFL fans, nothing compares to being there live. What a play! Now the crowd is alive. And the NFL's biggest season ever is now ready for the postseason.
3: It's playoff time. We gotta
1: win. NFL playoff tickets are on sale now. Don't miss your chance to be a part of the postseason action on the road to Super Bowl 56. Visit nfl.com slash tickets for a complete listing of games. That's nfl.com slash tickets.